nine minutes past uh, two o'clock. You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. Let's kickstart our week with a bit of health and fitness chat, and I'd love to welcome back on the program the one and the only Nathan Solier. Nate, Nate, it's great to speak to you today. How are you doing? I'm well, Noreen. How are you? Yes, I'm feeling good today. And we've got a really great topic today, Some, something I don't think we've really ever talked about in, in the, the past three or four years that, that, that you've been on. Uh, we're talking about weightlifting uh, for seniors and whether it's a good idea uh, for, 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 for seniors to be weightlifting. What's your take on that? In one word, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, the, the thing is, is when we start to age, uh, you know, it, when we reach around 30, we actually start losing muscle mass uh, every year. They reckon around uh, every year we lose around a pound of muscle mass. So what happens when we lose a pound of muscle mass? You imagine your muscle is like your, your fuel tank or your, your, it is your metabolism. When we lose that, well, what we end up doing is, is we end up putting on more body fat because our fuel tank or our, or our engine has become now smaller. So we keep eating the same amount of food. People think that they eat too much. But I, I reckon a lot of people probably don't eat enough good quality food and they eat you know, just, just rubbish or whatever that may be. But because their engine's smaller, then what ends up spilling over is it, it becomes body fat. So... As we reach um, and as we approach like 60, and, and you know, just for the, the sake of our uh, of our listeners, I'm only going to talk about 60 year old and above, because um, you know that this is what we sort of classify as you know the age and the elderly and, and so forth. And you know, it's it's amazing. You know, you you can type in. You know, I, I typed into to Google. Um, you know, what, what did I type in? I typed in research on old people weight training. And there's literally hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of articles on the benefits of weight training for the elderly. And, you know, what, what actually happens is, like I said, is like after 30, we start losing muscle mass. We also start to decrease in our bone density. And if we're not exercising, that also accelerates too. So we've got to, you know, we, we know with weight training, it strengthens joints and strengthens muscles and strengthens bone density. But here's something that, you know, that I forgot about was is that it also improves the, um, the, 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 the health of the joint and also the range of movement for that person too. So when you weight train, you know, generally when, when you weight train when you're a little bit younger, the joint starts to stiffen up. But what they've actually found is, is when, you're, when you're in your, you know, in your, in your elderly years, it actually improves the range of motion for the joint. Oh, wow. So, and I mean, that's great. That's what you want to yes, have correct. better mobility for your joints. So they're not so stiff. Correct. So, you know, a, a lot of people can really benefit by just doing a little bit of weight training. And, you know, the, the, the articles that they have is, is wide range. It's from, you know, lifting low weight with lots of repetitions through to um, a heavy weight and low repetitions. And each of those, they found that it it improves the quality of, um, you know, the, the quality of the muscle that you build and the, the bone density. It starts to reverse the, um, um, you know, um, osteoporosis and osteopenia. Um, it also reduces the chance of sar- sarcopenia. And sarcopenia is, sarcopenia is losing the muscle fibers. 
So like I said, when we start to get older, we start to drop muscle fiber, but only until the point where they say you drop so much muscle fiber that it actually is classified as, um, as a condition. And when you weight train, it increases it dramatically. And what they saw, and here's one, here's one research paper as they found is, is it was on 75 to 80 year old men and women. And it was on, uh, it was on 12 men and women and they increased their strength from, um, you know, from where they were 300% in 12 weeks. Whoa. So it was a massive increase. So, you know, what I would recommend in, you know, what I recommend to a lot of people, especially if you've never um, weight trained. And, yeah, yeah, go sorry. On. I was going to say, and that actually increases a lot of independence for, for, for people. You know, if you're moving, I don't know, a, a suitcase, for example, if you're traveling, you know, you don't need to rely on somebody to help you move your suitcase. That's 10 kgs, for example, which can be quite heavy for some elderly People. You can even regress it even further. This is just the ability to be able to to walk, uh, to to stand and sit. Uh, yep, uh, absolutely. And even walking. I mean, I you know, I mean, I I've, I can't tell you how many people I see on the street where their you know where their helper or their you know their their maid is is um is being supported uh, is supporting the, the 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 person that that's having trouble walking, or even people in wheelchairs. And, yeah. you know, you're right. It, it improves the quality of life and improves your independence greatly if you have the strength to walk and to sit and to bend and to lunge and things like this because now you've just increased your independence. You have also have the ability to go outside, which, you know, that vitamin D and vitamin K that we get from sunshine is crucial for keeping us in an uplifted mood. So, you know, these are the these are the sort of things that I, I was finding that that I was like thinking, oh my gosh, yes, you know, not only increase your mobility but also increases your flexibility. Um, you know, they also recommend for people um, in the elderly they should be weight training anywhere between three and four times a week. Wow. Now, if, I think one concern is just where to start and how heavy should you be lifting? You know, because I think in in um, in, in some cultures, um, say Chinese culture, for example, um, you see a lot of elderly people doing Tai Chi, sort of slowing down things rather than doing weight training, which is seen, which can be seen as quite strenuous. So I suppose mm. um, there are some concerns for, for, for some of the elderly to sort of pick up this, this, this good habit. So where to start and yeah. how to sort of safely do it? Yeah. And that's a, that's a really good question. So just to answer that is, um, is first of all, use your body weight as a way of doing that strength training first. Now, I would even regress it one step further as well, is, is actually start to strengthen the inner muscles first. So strengthening what we call the core, all the muscles that are from your head through to your pelvis, strengthen those first. Because uh, you know, I, I've trained a number of women also is, is that they start to get um, osteopenia in L4, L5 in their lower back. And generally walking will be able to support it. But the only thing is, is like you still need to bend. You still need to um, uh, a twist, push and pull. So these are really important movements that we need to be able to keep to be able to to to, to live longer. 
And so um, first and foremost, you know, I always say with everyone, and I do that with my clients, is first of all, get a good flexibility plan. Get a good core stability uh, plan first. Work through that for the first four to eight weeks, depending on, um, you know, depending on the, the person that if you are getting a program, I highly recommend if you're uh, an elderly, I do recommend getting to an expert first because, you know what, my mother didn't grow up with this sort of um, knowledge that, you know, you and I have now and, and many people are out there. You can get a lot of the stuff all on YouTube, you can get a lot of the stuff online, but people that are in their 60s and 70s and 80s, they generally don't, they don't know really how to go, go online. To exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so being able to get someone that that um, that you can know and trust, that knows the body really well, and also someone that has trained with elderly before. So, you know, that would be one question that I would be asking. You know, the person that you decide to work with is just like, you know, have you worked with the elderly before? And then also making sure that you have someone that's going to work your um, inner unit first, strengthen the inner unit, which is, you know, the like muscles from the head to the pelvis. Once you've done the strengthening of the head to pelvis, and I said before as well, doing the flexibility and the mobility of the joint, now you can start weight training. And what I would recommend you do is actually working with an expert, right? If you're not experienced in the stuff, make sure you work with an expert. You know, personal training has been around, oh, my God, it, it, you know, I, I've been a personal trainer for over 20 years now. And I wasn't the first personal trainer. So personal training has been around for 30, 40 years. So the, the knowledge of these people that are industry in the industry, whether they're new or old, have a lot more knowledge than the average Joe Blow out there in their 60s and 70s. So I do recommend getting someone to support you with, first of all, your programming, making sure the program is correct for you. The second one is how are you actually moving when you do this program? Like, what is your what is your techniques like? So that way they can teach you how what a push looks like, what a pull looks like, what a squat looks like, what a, a lunge looks like, and a bend looks like, and a twist. See, all of these sort of things that we do in modern day life, uh, I wouldn't say modern day life, we've done this forever, but what tends to happen is because the lack of movement that we have had, the, the type of um, world we live in, which is basically sitting a lot more than probably our ancestors did because, you know, they used to work in the fields so or they used to go hunt and gather and all these sort of things. They, they sort of knew how their body works. But as we get older, due to injuries, due to the lifestyle that we lead, we probably don't move as well as we probably could. So getting someone who's be able to help you with that would be the, the first step. Second, uh, sorry, thirdly, is, is with your strength training program, starting light okay so always start with a weight that you can push out anywhere between uh, uh, 15 and 20 repetitions and by that 20 repetition you're fatigued and and not fatigued as in I'm really struggling with this one it's like you know what I'm starting to feel tired I stop so that way every single repetition that you put into your body is good quality repetition and over time that will improve now um, the fourth one that I would do is making sure that you change your program re uh, regularly because when you change your program regularly, then you reduce the chance of what we call overuse injuries because if you're doing the same movement all the time, every time, you'll find that that body will start to move through that and the muscles hitting on different angles. The body is not supposed to be like on these machines. It's not supposed to be linear. Right? Our body is supposed to move like when you throw a ball, 
the actions that you have when you you know step forward, twist your body, throw the ball through your you know through your shoulders and through your hands. So we've got to be able to change the different movements. You're still gonna you're still gonna squat. You're still gonna bend, lunge, push, pull, twist, and gait, which is walking, uh, which is crawling, walking, jogging, running, sprinting. But we need to be able to make sure that we're changing the angles so that way those muscles work on different types of angles. Like the old days when you do weight training, you know, they used to say, um, you know, they, they, they used to say change the angle on the muscle so that way, you know, the muscle doesn't get used to doing that angle and it creates growth. Exactly the same thing in this one I'm trying to, you know, uh, tell our listeners is that being able to change the angle on when you squat will allow you to adapt a different way of squatting, which means that when you go back into the real world, you'll be, you, you know, we don't normally just sit straight down and, and stand straight up. We may be sitting on a chair that moves. We might be actually twisting as we stand up. We might be squatting down and reaching inside a cupboard or cleaning inside the oven or, you know, picking our children up out of the cot. You know, and you know, this is one of the, the things I had today is with a client. She has four grandchildren and she's like picking them out of the cot with a little bit of a twist and standing up. Now, before this, when we started training, she would never have even trusted herself to do that. But now she feels really confident that she can lift, you know, a five to six kilo baby out of the cot wow. and, and feel, you know, and feel that strength. So, you know, these are the sort of things that I want, you know, the, 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 the elder, you know, the, the elderly population to sort of get really flat with is, is that, yes, we are older. We're not doing what we used to be in our 20s, but there are things that I'm sure that they want to do, like be able to hold their grandchildren, you mm -hmm. know, being able to pick up the grandchildren, play around with them, you know, it, it, you know, this is like the gifts of life. So, you know, I highly recommend, you know, getting to that, that point where you change your different types of strength training programs so that way you, you change that thing. Now, there's another one as well is, is that you also want to regress back to that, that core stuff. Regress back to that um, stretching stuff because if you keep doing the same thing, there's a certain point where you can't lift any heavier. And let's face it, you don't want to be lifting like, you know, 60 kilos 80 kilos like they do like you know in the gyms and stuff all you're looking to do is have that functionality so that way when you are able to play with your kids when you are able to have to lift up a chair and move it across the hall where you are able to carry that 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 um uh the the groceries, the groceries the yeah. shopping you know did you know that it's actually harder and you spend more energy walking around a shopping mall for three kilometers than you do when you're actually walking outside on the track hmm. because we're holding these bags. You it's know, true. we've got different level, different weighted bags on either side. So it's really tough. So these and, are the things see, that And you do see sort of um, the, the, the gong gong and popos, or the, the elderly um, men and women in Hong Kong, when they go shopping um, at the wet market and they're carrying bags of stuff or sometimes yeah. bags of rice, which can be yeah. quite heavy, 5 kg, yeah. 8 kg, or like bottles of soy sauce. Um, yeah. Bright Spark HK writes in on the Facebook page and says, I, I get my lifting exercises by uh, pumping shopping bags, by carrying my shopping bags bags um and uh 
the exercise objective is also to lower sugar levels so we don't get uh, diabetes and it also says 20 minute walk usually sorts that out so yeah I, I guess oh. yeah lowering sugar intake and walking and also carrying exercise uh, or carrying uh, shopping bags is also what a, a lot of elderly do Nathan we've got about five minutes before the news there's one point I wanted to mention and that is uh, past injuries and there are times when um, uh, older people well I mean anybody could can have past injuries but um, it, the, the older you are the more likely you are to sort of collect uh, old injuries and there's that sort of uh, reservation people are sort of m- maybe more worried uh, to lift weights uh, is this concern sort of valid or is is now the time to sort of um, find a good physio and find a good fitness trainer to 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 lift weights yeah and and that's why that's why everyone you know like i said is is working with a, a good quality trainer would be the would be a, a must so that way you are getting um you're you're lifting safely now that's a really good point about the damaged area where you are and what i what i know and what i've experienced and what i've taught clients is it is still it you still have the ability to be able to strengthen the joint where you are um you know where you're where that pain is and i'll give you an example i have a, a client of mine that has a um who has um um uh oh i've just gone blank there it's um it's when you got pain running down the leg and you have a pinched nerve and it's oh, called um Oh, I'll think of it. But she's got a she's got a collapsed disc on her lower back, and it pinches the nerve sciatica. So oh, she has sciatica so running painful. down the leg, and and it pinches a nerve. And what we found is, is of course, obviously the disc has started to collapse on top of the the you know the between the two vertebrae. But what we've been able to do is is like you know when I first had her, she just put up with it, and she used to have you know anywhere between eight and a ten pain. Now that pain. In some in some instances, has disappeared on some days because what we've done is it started to strengthen the joint. And what happens is when you're in pain, the the muscles around that joint start to relax. What we need to do is we need to fire those muscles around that joint so that way it starts to strengthen. And when you start to fire those muscles, it starts to take a pain take the pain away. So. When you are dealing with someone with pain, you must be with a professional. And I, I agree. I would definitely go to a physiotherapist start because the physiotherapist is what we, we deal with a lot. And we get those reports from the physio. And the physio gives us a rundown of what actually what they're experiencing, what they're, what they're not experiencing, what we need to avoid, what we need to um, focus on. So that way that person gets the right program for them, not for someone else. Right, Nathan. I'm afraid we'll have to leave it now. Um, remind our listeners once again, I know you have a lot of uh, free and great videos on your YouTube channel and your Instagram page as well. How can people find out more about you and your work on social media? Absolutely. So you can reach me out on YouTube. Well, not reach out, but you can watch my YouTube channel, which is Elite Personal Training Hong Kong. Or you can reach out to me on uh, Facebook. Um, you know, for those people who are, you know, elderly, they may be using Facebook. It's it's Elite PT Studio, or you can do, or you can just do old school, 
you can just call my studio on two five five two nine nine two five. Because the elderly are, are are more old school. Well, thank you so much, Nate, for your time so this week. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I look forward to more chats with you next week. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye for now. See you. Bye.